0: is a new podcast hosted by Gene hopkins chief marketing officer at lola.com jean has built and led marketing teams authored top selling marketing materials and served on advisory boards all around greater boston with table fries jean sets out to interview every woman working at lola.com jean will talk about motivation what makes a good day and we'll connect the dots between guests in a special way at table fries there's always room to share so grab small plates and don't forget the dipping sauce to find all the new and previous episodes of Table Fries, check out your favorite podcast platforms or visit us at lola.com slash table fries. And don't forget, Jean is building Boston's next great B2B marketing team at lola.com. So be sure to stay updated on new roles at the lola.com careers page. Table Fries, where sharing is caring.
1: Welcome to today's issue of, oh, recording, excuse me, it's not an issue, I mean, we're not a newspaper today, recording of Table Fries, and Table Fries is how we introduce you to the women of Lola.com and let you listen in on our conversations because we do like to share a lot. And today with me is Kelsey, superstar salesperson on the Lola.com team. She's been here for almost a year, so we can talk a little bit about that and everything that she's learned while she's been here, but welcome, Kelsey. Thank you. you so much for having me. Oh, that's great. So are you nervous right now?
2: A combination, uh, yes and no. I would say talking, not nervous, but the fact that this is recorded a little bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You don't mind speaking in public because you've gone to a lot of different events on behalf of the company. And so you have no problem whatsoever selling Lola or talking about Lola.
2: Yeah. I think there's a little bit of a difference for me if I know the people that I'm speaking with or if I don't. So I think the more practice I get, the better I'll be at
1: Good, because you really have a lot of good stories. You've got a lot going on. So tell us all about your journey to Lola.com. How did you end up here almost a year ago?
2: So my brother's brother-in-law, Jamie Waters, is an engineer here. He's been here for almost two years, and I knew he was at a really cool company in Boston. Every time I'd see him, I'd check in, ask if they were hiring salespeople, (laughs) and finally caught him at a good time, and he said that they were starting to hire some folks for the sales team. I actually came in and interviewed a little bit prematurely. So came in last August, interviewed. There wasn't really a sales team quite yet. And then a couple months later, uh, Ryan Ball, who's our VP of sales, reached out. Uh, We connected, had a few conversations and in November started at Lola.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. It was, uh, we were just trying to figure out what was working and what wasn't working. So we can talk a lot about some cool things, but one thing is what is a single word that would describe you, Kelsey?
2: I would say right now, my big word is electric. Um, <laughs> Definitely. I love to kind of talk. I'm very loud. Sometimes it's a great thing. Electrocute people. Sometimes it's not great. So yeah, definitely probably electric right now.
1: Well, your electricity is always very, very positive. So I will say that your positive energy does come across. And just because you're loud, it's pretty funny. (laughs) Sometimes listening when you're on your sales calls, but you do have a wonderful way of making people feel very engaged in the process and everything that you're doing. And you're really good through Throughout the company in terms of making people feel good about the things that they're working on and it's nice that you have this relationship on the engineering side as well too so
2: definitely been great to be able to meet a lot of different people it's kind of crazy once you're the new person for a month another group of people start so always welcoming new people everyone's kind of in the same boat so it's been great to kind of be able to work with different departments and kind of meet a, a ton of new people
1: well I'll tell you I was uh, I've been out of the office for a few days visiting my parents and I I came in today and I'm like, oh my goodness, who are all these people? I've never seen them before. I feel like I've been gone like for four months on maternity leave or something. It's It's crazy. It is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. The four new people joined sales, Four, four
2: more people. Four more people.
1: Wow. One of them your buddy? you have a buddy yet?
2: Not yet. Been pretty busy yesterday. Had a lot of meetings, and they've been training the first couple weeks. Has them off the floor. So I'm really excited. One of them sits next to me. She was a field hockey player. Okay. So I think that we'll have a lot in common. Excited to kind of connect with all of them and work together. That's great. Yeah. Last book that you read. The last book I read was called Reboot. It was recommended to me by our VP of product, Rachel. huh. really enjoyed it. Definitely a little bit different. I wouldn't say I've read too, too much for work uh, in terms of like a long book. I'm more of a short and sweet type person. But it was really cool just to understand a little bit about people's journeys kind of Finding your motivation and really figuring out how to grow based off of the situation you're in and kind of reaching out and kind of growing
1: from an individual standpoint as well. So you'd recommend it? I would. You would recommend yes. it. Very interesting. Uh, so you did like it. Yeah. So, did you read it for work or did you read it for pleasure? or?
2: I think it was a combination of both. I think, so this was my first
1: audiobook. Oh, you listened to it? Yeah. Oh, okay. When did you listen to it and how?
2: So I downloaded it on Kindle, and Mm -hmm. then they give you the audio version. So I listened to it about three weeks ago. It was four hours, but, I mean, that's a few days commute, so not too bad. I would say sometimes I don't have the best attention span, so I found myself rewinding a few times, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely great kind of
1: hear it at your speed and kind of Take it in. So do you listen on the train? Because I find I can't hear anything on the red line. I can have the best earphones in the world, and I can't hear a thing.
2: Yeah, so I didn't really listen too much on the red line. It was more walking. Oh, walking. Uh, Yeah, I live... Relatively close, so it's around a half hour walk home, Mm -hmm. or if I spoil myself and take an Uber. (laughs) So yeah, but it was definitely good. I think there's a lot of time for listening and Mm -hmm. less time for reading in my life these days, so Mm -hmm. definitely something I'll do again. And we actually have a book to read that was recommended by our VP of sales, so that's up next. And what's that? It's about prospecting. I'm blanking on the name, so to be continued.
1: Okay, All right, you can get back to us on that. Okay. (laughs) When you go home at the end of the day, whether you walk uh, the 30 minutes to South Boston or wherever, and when you go home, how do you know you've had a good day?
2: When I kind of have to sit back and think about what I did, I find that my best days are when I'm operating on autopilot I'm just kind of moving through the day I'm talking to people using my instincts all Mm -hmm. the skills that I've gathered I feel like when I'm just moving through the day it's flown by and then at the end of the day I have to be like whoa what happened today Mm -hmm. I think that's a a great day
1: for me Oh, that's good so if you had the ability to give your 18 year old self some advice what would it be
2: I would say embrace failure. I think that there are a lot of opportunities for failure and to step out of my comfort zone. And I may not have done that when I was younger. I stuck to what I knew and kind of where I knew I would succeed. So I think if there are lessons that you can learn early on by experiencing some failures, that would have been kind of nice to have to work Uh through at a younger age when Uh it was... A little bit less on the line and uh-huh. a little bit more room for growth.
1: Yeah. Okay. Worst job? Does it involve food service? Mm, <laughs> no. I would
2: say it's a, I, I'm torn between two. I worked on a farm in high school. Mm-hmm. So one of my family friends, he is a restaurant chef and he moved on to a farm to grow his own produce. My mom called me and was like, Oh, just saw so and so at the gym. I got you a job for the summer. <laughs> so I had <laughs> How to show old were up. You? I was in high school, so okay. I was around fifteen or sixteen. Okay. And it was the first summer of the farm. So the only thing we Actually, grew in time to like sell. Sell (laughs) was lettuce. So every day we were cutting a hundred pounds of lettuce, and if you can imagine how much a hundred pounds of lettuce is, um, it's quite a lot. It's a lot of lettuce. So had a a few interesting stories. Um, I'd say probably the most interesting one is getting lucked in the chicken coop. So that was with the chickens, or with the chickens, with the chickens. Uh, I had to stick my head out the one little window that they get to crawl in and out (laughs) until I was rescued, but. How did that happen?
1: How did you get locked in?
2: A couple of us went in, I did the food, someone did the water, and the other person just walked out and, out of habit, locked the door behind them. And there's no way to get out once you lock it. So I was there screaming, music was very loud. So it was about 15 minutes of slight panic, panic. (laughs) Um, me and the chickens. So that was definitely it. It's kind of tied with my also... Did some lobster wholesaling and distribution after I graduated from college. So I packed up live lobsters and shipped them to Hong Kong. How many? So each lobster weighed about a pound, and each box had 30 lobsters in it. So we'd send, like, 200 pounds per batch. We'd load them onto the truck once they were all packed in, and then they'd get... Was this out of
1: Gloucester? Because if you grew up north, and so Gloucester up there, that's where the lobsters would come in from. And why would they go to Hong Kong?
2: Super, like, big hotspot to sell lobsters to. They don't really have their... New England lobster or lobster up here is very oh. different than a lot of other lobster. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess they just really liked it. How much did
1: it sell for? In, I don't know. Uh, it's, I mean,
2: a, it must have been a good amount because like they were... thirty, forty 30, 40 bucks a pound or something? They yeah.
1: were overnighted on an
2: airplane, so that was uh, also very interesting. Did uh, you
1: ever get bit or did you have like special gloves or something?
2: Yeah, a couple times, got a, a few pinchers, but <laughs> lived to tell the tale.
1: That's good. So how many months did you do that?
2: A month and a half. It was after I graduated from college and was Did in a Did your mom little,
1: find you the job?
2: <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, family friend owns it, and so it was great. Definitely taught me a lot, but it was nice. I worked 5 a.m. to noon and then got to go to the beach, so... Well, there you go. Best of both worlds. Well, there you
1: go. That's a good way to be able to look at it. That was a good one. Do you have your most interesting experience or trip? And before you come up with that because I know you travel quite a bit and you like to go places and Mm -hmm. you do all sorts of things but I know when I joined the company and when you joined the big thing about you was that you were going to run in the Boston Marathon and that was something that you were just training and training and training and training for and it was a big 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 thing for you so did you you want to talk about that as an experience because it was just so much
2: yeah yeah so it was a very cool experience it taught me a lot I ran for the Bill Belichick Foundation, which helps kids that are less privileged access to lacrosse and football. So it was very near and dear to my heart because lacrosse gave me a lot of opportunity. So yeah, I started training probably last November, mm-hmm. and right when you joined. yeah, and it was the first time I really had anything that was like a strict schedule besides work uh, <laughs> after graduating from college and playing lacrosse. So it was long runs, a lot of days outside, kind of figuring it out. I had a few obstacles to deal with in terms of injury while I was training, but I met so many great people with great stories. I was a part of an Overall charity teams. So there are about, I don't know, over 20 charity teams that all ran together every Saturday morning. Uh-huh. So it was really cool, kind of brought back discipline into my life in a certain way. And yeah, so ran the Boston Marathon. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, loved to be a part of a team again, in addition to Lola, and kind of have to really challenge myself and work hard at something.
1: You you kind of hurt your hip. I mean, it was hurting yeah. you. It was hurting you to stand. It was hurting you yeah. to sit. It was hurting you to do everything. So
2: yeah. There were, I mean, it was definitely a lot looking back, but at the time, yeah, there were days where I'd wake up, I'd go to the gym, and then I'd go to physical therapy, and then I'd go to work, and then go home and go to bed. Um, so it was a lot, and I think it just kind of put things into perspective. I actually didn't end up finishing. I made it to around 17 miles and then just couldn't really run you that much. Paying. Yeah, were... because of my hip. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, no regrets on it. It was an unbelievable experience, super cool to be a part of. I made it through the Wellesley College Tunnel, so everyone was screaming. It's kind of infamous. And yeah, so I'm so happy that I did it. I don't foresee myself doing it again, or at least for a very long time. (laughs) I know
1: a bunch of you said, are you going to do it again? And you're like, (laughs) no, no, I'm good,
2: I'm good. But yeah, it was super cool. I raised around $8,000 for my charity. So it was a, a very cool experience and really, really excited that I the opportunity to do that
1: so now you're playing kickball yeah with yep, the Lola yep. team yes and Lola. something that Frankie started is it a Frankie thing or is it a different thing it
2: was a Kelsey thing it's a actually, Kelsey thing yeah. okay
1: all right so Kelsey kickball
2: yep they call me the team captain I don't like that Really, because it puts too much pressure on (laughs) having the right amount of people every week. But yeah, it's been super fun. We've played three games, we've played three different teams, and it's been just really fun to have people from different teams. We had folks from product, engineering, customer success, and then a a big showing from sales. But yeah, just being able to kind of see everyone in a different environment outside Mm -hmm. of work. Mm -hmm. Everyone's having fun, kind of playful. Someone yesterday said the other team should pay us for how much we joke with each other and give each other some grief. So it's definitely a, a really fun thing. We
1: got our first win last night. So Congratulations. Thank you. Right. So there's a league. Yes. And we're part of a league. Yes. Similar companies or just?
2: Um, I'm not sure. I think there may be some companies, but I think it's also just groups of people that do it. And we were very fortunate that Stacy kind of gave us the okay mm-hmm. to be sponsored by Lola and do mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Um, as some team bonding. And it's open every week to different people within the company if they want to show up and play so it's definitely been can we show up
1: and cheer yeah sure That's thing what? that would be good yeah so we're in a new office right now we so it's a brand new office and uh when we were in the old office i would talk about like what would you change but now that we're in the new office what do you like best
2: i would say i like all the different areas that i can go and work uh-huh there's a lot of different Couches, chairs, window seats outside of my desk, I get a little bit antsy. So being able to change my location definitely gives me a breath of fresh air um, to kind of do my work. Mm -hmm. If I'm taking a call, I don't really need some some silence or just being on kind of the same floor. I sit over by customer success sometimes, sit over by engineering. Just being within the same floor as everyone, it it makes everything so accessible and it's nice to have a lunchroom and be able to eat lunch with people that I haven't before so I love it it's amazing and
1: um, excited for kind of what's to come yeah with it it's, it is there's a lot what would you say is your favorite teaching moment like what is something you like to maybe either teach others or something that has been taught to you like you pay pay it forward that's a great question
2: I would say something that I can always do better, but I really like this, is to kind of just put yourself in someone else's shoes, Mm -hmm. to understand, like, where they're coming from, where they came from, and... Really, everyone has a different journey and everyone's come from a different place. So to be able to kind of understand their perspective, everyone definitely has different ways of thinking. So to be able to grow as a person myself, um, to kind of understand some Uh things from other people, Uh and then also just to kind of be a great person and be a kind person is to try and understand where other people are coming from and give them the opportunity to kind of tell their story and Uh um, teach a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's that's really great.
2: Do you have a pet? I like to think I have a pet. My <laughs> brother has a golden retriever that I go
1: and see and claim as mine. It's a partial.
2: Um, pet. Yeah, so it's a shared yeah. parenting. Yes. Um,
1: what's what's his name? Fulton. Fulton. How did yes. that Fulton fish um,
2: market? Fulton. <laughs> so my my brother and his wife they their first apartment was on Fulton Street in the North End. Ah. Okay. And they, on a whim, got
1: a golden retriever uh, <laughs> for a very small apartment. Yeah, in, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Three years ago, and they said, "Kelsey, can you call this breeder and see if they have any dogs?" It was a rainy Labor Day, and I called up. I said, "We'll be right there." And we went, um, got him in Rowley. and yeah, he's great. He's a little bit too electric uh, mm-hmm. sometimes, but
1: uh, yeah, he's awesome. Oh, that's nice. That that's great. Who would you most like to have dinner with?
2: I would say Serena Williams. Really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I grew up playing tennis pretty seriously until I chose to play lacrosse, (laughs) and it was conflicting seasons, but I'm a really big tennis fan, and I think she's just a great role model in a lot of aspects. She is who she is and doesn't apologize for it. I think there's definitely some moments that she's slipped up and kind of been able to use that as a teaching moment. Uh, I actually brought my mom to the U.S. Open final that she kind of had a blow up at and lost a
1: couple years ago. Was that the one where the line judges and and Serena said, you're not treating me exactly the same way that you're treating the men? That was last year.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, it was a very interesting thing to be at. It kind of stunk in the moment because, you know, you'd like to see your hometown hero win Uh but um, Osaka was great so it was she's definitely someone I I really look up to I think she's owns her mistakes she is just blazing her trail Uh she is doing everything that the guys are doing she you know has had a a child and came back and Uh is just as good so I would love to just pick her brain understand a little bit about kind of her journey
1: and some of the lessons that she's learned along the way. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, fascinating. So you you said you played tennis lacrosse. We know that you run. I've seen a picture of you around eight years old with a full football pads and everything. So tell us about all the sports you've played.
2: Yeah, so my older brother played a lot of sports. He is four years older than me and everything he did I wanted to do. So when I was younger um, we played tennis and swam. In the summer I played boys ice hockey until I was in high school in ninth grade. I played football for a few years. I started out as a cheerleader, uh-huh. um, which most first-grade girls probably do, and then saw my brother putting on his pads, saw everyone playing, and said, Dad, I, I can't be a cheerleader. Um, I want to play football. So I played football for two years. Really cool experience. And I probably played just about – I played softball. Field I, hockey? Field hockey. Yeah. I did diving for oh, a little wow. bit. Wow. So, yeah, I think – in the end I played one sport in college but being able to play so many different sports and learn so many different things from different coaches and every sport's a little bit different definitely was really cool. I played field hockey, ice hockey and lacrosse in high school. So it was very busy but you know met a lot of great people. I think sports gives you so much opportunity in a lot of ways but I'd say yeah. probably the people as yeah. you know I'm going to a wedding this weekend and it's someone that I've met through lacrosse and not only me my parents have made great friends so yeah, yeah I would say very active on the sport front my entire life which uh-huh. is very fun but I don't know how my parents did it I'd be running from football practice to hockey <laughs> practice to, and they had two of us so um yeah it was great
1: yeah you're really lucky so, Kelsey, do you have a question for me?
2: Yeah, I, I'm curious, Jean, what is your, you are like very boisterous, very loud, <laughs> um, and seem like you have no fear in the office, but I'm sure that took a lot of practice and, and came through a lot of years. What is your most embarrassing moment at work?
1: Uh, I, there's so many, Kelsey, I, I can, I, I, I'll, I'll give you two, okay? early in my career and I was working at Milton Bradley corporate headquarters and they had marble stairs that were open to a marble floor and it was the opening the and there was a receptionist that sat down there so you'd like walk in and it was two floors and there were these marble stairs that went up And at the top was the executive suite, you know, so the president, the vice president, the senior vice president, everything, all pale males, right? So I had on a dress and I had on like some kind of shoe. I don't know what they were, but I was coming out. And the second step, I hit and I like went, whoop, like (laughs) up. And I like landed and my dress is like up over my head and everything. (laughs) Yeah, you're laughing, and I'm like dazed because I bonked my head on the mar- marble step, and and I remember um, I remember some of the the vice presidents coming down the guys, you know, and I I'm not not covered up, right? <laughs> and coming and saying, are you all right? And I'm like, oh, you know, my eyes are like rolling. I was like a cartoon character, right? <laughs> so that was embarrassing on an underwear level. Yeah, it still makes me blush. But another thing that happened is I was doing a. A survey a customer survey and I had 50,000 names in this database and I was doing it in survey monkey so most people that are listening can probably have a sense of where this is going and so you always have a seed list to send to the seed list so that people can kind of check it out so you have seven to ten names it's a subset of the list check it out and so it was a survey monkey and it, the the idea was to get feedback on some product features of a, a new product and the list as I mentioned was pretty big so So It was like I wrote a note like hey Can you check this out because I just want to make sure that everything's working. So I clicked send and I sent it to all 50,000 people (laughs) watching it happen. I could not stop it like once you once you hit go I'm just like watching it happen. But the cool thing about that one was the people I got like a thousand responses Of people saying, hey, there's a typo here, or this is a really good survey, I filled it out. You know, I got like a thousand, which was way more than I expected in terms of the number of answers. But literally, I was blushing, my face was bright purple red as I'm watching this happen without any way of aborting. You know, yeah. you're just like looking at it going, oh my God! Yeah, but that, that's, a, but there's so many more, Kelsey! I know. But wait, there's more. No, so that's kind of like, I don't know. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, lots of embarrassing things. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. It was wonderful to have you, as always. You're such a, an interesting member of the Lola team and you too are boisterous and yes, electric. I know. <laughs> thank electric.
0: you thanks a lot thanks a lot des thank you you've been listening to table fries with host jean hopkins from lola.com on the funnel radio network be sure to subscribe on Tablefries.com. fries.com oh, oh, oh. table fries is brought to you by lola.com super simple corporate travel software from the travel innovators who brought you kayak whether you want better visibility into travel spend help managing your corporate travel program, or 24-7 human-powered support while you're on the road. Lola.com is the perfect solution. Lola.com, a better way to travel for business.